0: That's hilarious. Oh, hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning. Good morning, wherever you are. It is Wednesday, October 19th. 2022. All right. We've got so much to talk about. I had a guest booked. Uh, He had something come up real quick that he had to deal with. So we're going to reschedule. He's a gentleman that was there from the beginning, right to the bitter end of the great Canadian Freedom Convoy that is now under inquiry, and we know they're inquiring about the Emergencies Act, but we know that actually this is an inquiry to try to hunt down all of the people who love freedom, who went and waved Canadian flags and baked cookies and drank apple cider and sat in hot tubs, which are apparently weapons of mass destruction and signs of racism. Um, and so I've been advocating for the fact that we Canadians and welcome for from wherever you're watching in the world, we're all in this together. This is a global fight for freedom. Uh, but I live in Canada and this movement is very near and dear to my heart. And so because they're doing an inquiry, I'm going to be doing an inquiry on my show and that's what I'm doing. So we're going to do a public inquiry into the inquiry And then we're going to inquire into the actual events as they happened in factual reality versus the media narrative spin that was used to slander the name of good people. Um, So we're going to be inquiring on those inquiries and talking about how hot tubs are weapons of mass destruction, according to the mayor of Ottawa. And I've got some video clips to play for you. And I also have some, gratitude to put out there Um, first and foremost i want to do a shout out to uh, danny bulford corporal danny bulford Um, i had just released this little documentary it's just me stitching together some of the clips that i had i've got so many more clips i really want to do more i'm also trying to work on cult of the medics and i'm working on my new truth warrior premium series i got a lot on my plate right now but i'm going to make it all happen and i want to thank all of you uh for coming in to tune in to the show and supporting my work i really appreciate it and helping to get the word out i hear it's already starting to go viral this film which is awesome i tried to make it short and sweet so that we could get this message out so uh go check it out i even put it up i do have a new youtube channel what did i call it something i don't know i'll, I'll post it go check me out on telegram that's the best place to follow all my stuff My YouTube channel and all the places to follow me are listed at my website, dwtruthwarrior.com. Just go there. It's all there, okay? But uh, the reason I want to thank Danny Bullford is that he has hooked me up with um, some people that were there on the ground, some of the lawyers that are doing stuff with the inquiry right now. Um, And so thank you, Danny. I'm going to be bringing Danny on next week. He's going to come and give us an update. I featured him in this film um and uh yeah he's a great guy true patriot and thanks to all the police organizations and the and the officers that had the courage to stand up to either call in sick that day and you know what day i'm talking about or that uh we're actually able to speak out against what this government is doing which violates both national and international law so we thank you for speaking out for your country and We don't hate police on this show. We try to have conversations with police and try to educate you about what you're serving when it comes to the infiltrated government that no longer serves the interests of this country, doesn't care about you, the police, or the people that you swore an oath to serve and defend. So let's get together and let's win back this country in a peaceful manner that is in alignment with the actual law of this country that is being violated by the government. (laughs) So thank you to all of you guys. Um, Where to begin? Well, let's start off with this lovely video from this young lady because she pretty much sums it all up. Well, residents
1: who are claiming that the convoy negatively impacted their lives, I think I can speak for everyone and say that we are very sorry to hear that. And it was nobody's intention to harm anyone in any way. You had to endure a lot of honking, but we had to endure our lives being destroyed. So, it's important to remember why. Why did the convoy go? Why were they honking? We were being discriminated against. We were being segregated. There were polls that were coming out right before the convoy arrived. Polls done by CTV News asking the public if they think that unvaccinated people should be fined or imprisoned i don't think you know that i don't think you know a lot of what we went through um i think we kept a pretty um pretty good um, facade that we were okay we were not okay so if you want to let out your frustration Perhaps let it out on the man who did all of this to us and then refused to talk to us. And then people honked. Sorry about that.
0: Yeah, it's that simple. CTV News. Do you remember that poll? I remember it. They did many polls. And if you're watching from another country, You had media in your area do very much the same thing because this was a global coordinated event, globally coordinated. And think about that. The media, which takes a large amount of money from the government and the cult of medics, pharma, uh, And is clearly getting their talking points from a central location because they're all saying the same thing so the journalism doesn't happen anymore you get sort of like the the fake pretend attempt at looking somewhat like journalism on the surface so the media you can gather certain facts about certain events and whatnot but the spin and the way that they're operating is just it's it's not journalism and particular beef with ctv news because they weren't as bad they've always been bad okay but they weren't as bad as we saw them get over the past three years it's like everybody in the world all the organizations all the government all the people you used to trust or even somewhat trust or tolerate uh they all had a gun stuck to their head or some cash stuffed into their belt or some compromising videos shown and saying hey but better do what we say, or we're going to make this go viral. Uh, it was something like that happened, and everybody just turned into a parrot for something, some kind of script, narrative. And CTV News was horrible. I mean, CBC News in Canada, I expect expect that. I expect the worst possible reporting ever. I, I expect... A total clown show from the CBC News. Like I I tune in, it's like the comedy network in Canada. You just tune in just to see how bad it is. You kind of like go, oh, let me just go. I just want to see, guys, dare me, dare me to check it out. Okay, I just want to go see, oh my God, it's bad. It's horrible. I, turning it off. I'm going to switch. Let's see, okay, CTV News might be a little bit better. Let's, let's, oh my God, they're doing polls. Asking Canadians, why would you do a poll like this? Why would you do that? Asking Canadians, do you support fines or imprisonment, jailing people for not taking this experimental mRNA jab that is now shown to not stop transmission, to not help anybody? They're saying, oh, it reduces the severity. How do you know? How do you know? How do you trust anything these people said? Because, thanks to Kanakoa the Great, we have a beautiful summation of what you were told versus reality that you need to catch up on. 2021, we should be able to manufacture a lot of vaccines and and that vaccine, A key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no no, uh, infection going on whatsoever. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission. Uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. We
2: can kind of almost see the end. We're we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving um, the virus. Fully vaccinated people
3: are at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, no longer need to wear a mask. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not
0: gonna get infected. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also to break the chain of transmission. You wanna be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you stop it. You don't allow it to use you as the stepping stone to the next person. I think given the country as a whole, the fact that we have now
3: about 50% of adults fully vaccinated and about 62% of adults having received at least one dose as a nation, I I'm, I feel fairly certain you're not gonna see the kind of surges mm-hmm. we've seen in the past. If you're vaccinated, you're not gonna be hospitalized. You're not gonna be in ICU unit and you're not gonna die. You're okay, you're not, gonna, you're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah.
0: Oh, really, Joe, is that, is that the fact? Is that what it is? Got a bunch of scientists over there doing the science. Uh, uh, clearly, this is not the case. If you watched the little film I put together, which I called The Truckers Were Right, because they were. Uh, And watch the film. If you disagree with me, just watch the film. It says everything you need to know. I got a a few clips in there of the CEO of Pfizer. Pfizer. Bull, Saying a lot of things that basically tell us the fact that they lied. (laughs) And if they're going to say, well, the science is fluid, then the science has transitioned fluidly towards the now damning truth that these things don't work and they're dangerous and they're deadly and that's it so they tried to coerce the entire planet into taking it and now and i know they did this before I'm, my, my memory's a little fuzzy. Remember when they were going to the zoo to vaccinate the zoo animals? And now they're talking about vaccinating all the cattle. Who are these people? What are they doing? What the hell is going on? And all we did in resistance to all of this madness in Canada is do literally the most polite Peaceful block party where we all got together and we got a bunch of truckers, farmers, cowboys, First Nations, clan mothers, Sikh truck drivers, people from all parts of Canada to come together and have a big love fest. That's what it was. It was a love fest. And it was a love fest where people were trained immediately when they would get down to ground zero in Ottawa, ground zero where the hot tub weapons of mass destruction were found, um, that when they would get there, they would go, oh, do you see those shovels leaning up against the posts? Yeah. If you see even a speck of snow, get to it. Clean up that war memorial. Make sure we show respect to our veterans. Did you get a couple of Yahoo's going in there? A couple too many beers? Probably, but it was a love fest. Go to your lo- local climate, uh, de- what do you call it? Climate, uh, what do they call it? What are they protesting? The climate protest, they're protesting the weather. Um, you go there and tell me how many water bottles you're gonna find on the ground that are plastic and made with oil, oil products how dirty those places are after those people leave as they're protesting the climate. Talk, tell, tell me about how it went down where literally months before the pandemic kicked off, there were people all over the country that were defacing statues, pulling them down, pouring paint all over them, urinating on them, Defacing them, chopping off the head of the statue, holding the head of the statue up—it was like a scene out of Dune or something. Um, I guess be more like Conan the Barbarian. I don't know. I got to think of the right movie reference. It was pretty crazy. And not long before that, we had people laying siege to our railway. CN Rail was shut down by armed patrols blocking the cn rails with pallets that were lit on fire and they were camping out holding off the railways and the police were actually just standing by stopping people from going in to go record it and talk to people so they were basically protecting that protest all over the country where would So they're mad about coots getting shut down, but the whole rail system got shut down under the full approval of this government and the media. We didn't have CTV News asking polls as to whether or not we should be fining or imprisoning the people that were holding up our railway system. We didn't have any polls done by CTV asking if we should fine or imprison all those people that were burning churches to the ground. Burning churches to the ground. I don't care if you... Like the church if you like the history or anything. That's damage to public property. That's illegal. That's arson. That's like you're lighting something on fire on purpose for the purpose of destroying it. That's damaging private property. You're damaging public property by defacing all these statues. I don't care if you like the people in the statue. It doesn't matter. It's illegal. And yet, the love fest goes and puts a Canadian flag and mandate freedom sign on Terry Fox and the whole country just gets enraged. Those evil Nazis. How dare you put a Canadian flag on Terry Fox, the symbol of Canada. Like, come on. You see, when you do this kind of stuff, you make people like me obsessed with exposing your lies. That's the problem. So, you know, just you're bringing about your own downfall by telling a bunch of lies and by acting against the best interests of this country while pretending to love the country. Like it's just, we see through the lies. We know it's fake. We know you're lying. The gig is up. And we're all hoping that with this inquiry, we get some kind of justice. Now there's been some good things coming out. So for all the people who I'm, I agree with you, it's kind of a clown show the inquiry, but There have been some good things that we've learned, and that's what all of these things are about. And I know Americans, God love you guys, American patriots, thanks for joining in as well. I know you're all pissed about Denchenko getting let off the hook because we had the Denchenko trial, if you're following all that. I follow all these narratives on my show uh, because it's all the same oat bag in the end. It's all the same thing going on just it's just there's different ways that these globalists have infiltrated and attacked each one of these nations because their goal is to bring down the end of the nation state and bring us into a one world centrally controlled system that's a digital technocracy and uh so we're all in our various countries fighting our fight on our fronts so i try to keep my eye on the different battles to the best that i can and in the us you guys are trying to go after the clinton mafia and good for you and i've That would be a great start. That would be a great feather in the cap, wouldn't it? To take down one of the most criminal families in American history that we know they're not even at the top, but they're, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty, pretty up there. So we all wanted to see John Durham go in and clean up house and take out all these guys. But you got to remember, these are just low level fish, low level fish. And uh, you know, the wheels of justice turn slowly, but they do turn, at least we all hope they turn. And if they don't turn in the courts, they're turning in the great Swiss clock over your head, okay, it's cycles of justice, it's integrated with the phenomena of time, we could do a whole philosophy session on that, but anyways, so justice is coming, there's nothing that can stop it, it's going to happen, but we have to go through a long, grueling, painful process because this is also about upgrading humanity on a genetic memory level so that this shit doesn't happen again. And if we pass the test, I think we win our freedom back. If we don't, we go the way of all the extinct animals. (laughs) But I'm betting on the former because I see lots of positive signs. So don't be disheartened when things don't go the way you were hoping, when you don't get immediate immediate justice for something or we don't get the full disclosure or the full d class on something i've put my hopes of that happening overnight aside maybe one day something big will just break and it'll just be like a big flood and just all kinds of cool stuff i hope so but i've just learned you know manage expectations okay this is the you have to just accept the situation and then keep fighting don't quit don't stop It's, this is all to, if we're going to have this imprinted on us on a genetic memory level, I've spoken about genetic memory, phylogenetic memory on the show. I think it's a huge component that maybe people don't always take into consideration. You know, things that shaped me into who I am were conversations with say my grandfather or people at the old folks home that he was staying at. And I would go sit and play checkers with them while my grandma was up visiting my grandpa and talk to these old folks there, these elders. I don't like calling them old folks. They're elders with wisdom and experience. Uh, You sit down, you play some checkers with these people when I was like nine or 10 years old and they'd be telling me war stories. They'd be telling me stuff that went down, stuff they experienced. And uh, wow, what that generation had to go through, uh, I don't think we quite understand. You know, everybody tells stories about how angry or drunk or abusive their father was because of whatever grandfather. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I know that's, that sucks. But you know, that, that entire generation was traumatized, right? You know what they went through? They were the ones encoding the DNA memory of that time, that trauma. And they would tell me, you just can't forget. You can't forget. You're a young man. You need to listen to us and you need to make sure that that never happens again. And I took it seriously. I took what they said to heart. And um, even though our knowledge of actually what went down in World War II is very limited, because so much of that has also been classified from our knowledge, um, we know enough to know generally what happened. And um, now we tell our. They told me. I tell my kids we pass it on. It's knowledge that gets passed down. And it's not just me sitting down telling my kid. It's there's, a, there's this funny thing. It's almost like a hundredth monkey effect or what's a better example? There's like a knowledge base that gets transferred on another level that's beyond direct transfer of knowledge. Is this making any sense? I don't know. It's early in the morning. Maybe another sip of coffee here. What I'm trying to say, get it out, spit out the rocks, is uh, that the experience, if we're going to not repeat these mistakes, and we're going to actually move forward, and let's say the best case scenario happens where all the truth comes out, Nuremberg 2 happens, they all get arrested, which how many people need to be going to jail for what happened Just, just with the pandemic? That's not even all the other stuff crimes against humanity crimes against children wait till that shit hits the frying pan on the on the mass people have no idea what goes on while they sleep um all the pedos pedo island all the, if they release the epstein maxwell list of clients that's like, it's nuremberg 3 like we have to do multiple nurembergs on multiple things okay but let's just say it all happens all the truth comes out all the scum gets exposed to the light and uh now we have to move on. Now we have to repair. Now we have to fix the broken shards of all of our countries and we gotta clean it all up and fix our economy and kick all the transgender ki- kindergarten class story times, you know, like all that crazy stuff, you know. Um, just the, the craziness that's going on. I think humanity is just going through this crazy phase because we're being downloaded with a genetic memory experience that needs to be passed on so that it never happens again. It never gets this bad again. It's gotten this bad numerous times throughout history. In fact, what we're seeing is the signs that our civilization is going to implode. That's the signs that we're seeing. When you start getting into what we've just experienced and all the different facets to it, and you understand that this is just a repeat of history again, except now we have crazy weaponry and, you know, it's a technology that didn't exist during the fall of the Roman empire, for example. Um, You know, it's a totally different situation that we're dealing with, but it doesn't have to go to complete chaos. It might, but it doesn't have to, because remember, There's two forces at work here. So as much as you look and you see, oh, there's a train coming. We're totally screwed. Look, we can't even get any justice here with this inquiry. Like we get little bits here and there, but is anything really going to happen? You know, aren't these people beyond the law? Aren't they a law unto themselves? So how are we going to, and they own all the courts, they own all the judges, they own all the police chiefs, they own all the politicians. They have thousands of these people embedded in countries all over the world. They worked on this for generations. This wasn't something they just thought up yesterday. They're very well-funded. They're incredibly intelligent. Well, smart. I wouldn't give them intelligent. Just they're smart on one sense and dumb as a bag of hammers on another sense. But they're smart enough to get the job done. They have commitment. They have deep knowledge of human psychology. And most people have no knowledge of their own psychology, let alone mass psychology, how to manipulate it. How could we win? Yet, think about this. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. All of the power that they have, all of the money that they have, all of the puppets that they've installed, all of the the, the wealth and the, the illusory power that they have, the unearned power, the fact that they have to study 24-7 what the next move needs to be. The fact that they need to hire teams of psychologists to oversee the process of creating a 30 second ad or something on television, or like just think of the, the sheer amount of work and dedication that has gone in to the agenda to lay siege to the world and take it over and centralize power, take over control of resources, take over the wealth of nations, enslave the entire population of planet earth. Think about that, the scale of it, the age of it, the secrecy of it, but it's coming to the surface. And with all that, a couple of Canadians just got behind some trucks and started honking and they started waving flags and singing songs and hugging and high-fiving cops. and. Shoveling snow and feeding homeless people three square meals a day and. Just going down and sharing the love and it inspired not only the whole country to a level I've never seen ever. But it inspired the world and in other countries, you all have your movements that you've done. That have also inspired the world I've been watching. I was watching before the trucker convoy. I was watching places like New Zealand, Australia, before the pandemic almost all of china was up in a big protest do you remember that there was a big protest happening in china against the chinese communist party which rarely happens and it was happening right before and there's been movements for freedom and we saw this it's like freedom was on the move and it was just picking up steam and it's just average people doing what they can And it feels like it's not enough. It feels like it's too powerful, but it's working. It's working slowly but surely. Is it enough? Maybe not. I don't know. I think it is. I think it's a good sign. We've seen a lot of good signs, but what I'm saying is we average folk, we're not organized. We don't always make the best decisions. We're kind of winging this. Our generation was not tempered by a hard life. We had an easy life for the most part, considerably. If you compare, I mean, come on, compare it to previous generations, guys, like every generation back that you go, it's just harder and harder and fucking harder. Like now it's, I was raised, I mean, I'm a child of the eighties. I grew up, I was born in 1982. And, uh, you know, by and large, if I were to compare what my life was like compared to, say, the life of a kid a couple decades back, or more than that, maybe, who had to work the mines just for a scrap of bread. I mean, my life was way easier. And so we're not, we're not, we're actually, I feel like our generation, and then now my kids' generation, we're in the worst place possible to, to defend ourselves against this globalist takeover. Yet here we are. And what that says is that what we're operating from is a much more natural currency of energy, right? Because we're not out there plotting to take over the world, us average folk. We're just out there, we just wanna do our, have our lives, have our kids, have our jobs, have our businesses, and get on with life, you know? Have a nice Christmas dinner, just live our lives. And we just come together randomly, un, no planning, nothing. And all of a sudden we're taking on the biggest, oldest, most wealthy, most powerful, most knowledgeable empire that's ever existed that is seeking to dominate the earth. <laughs> it's cosmic in scale. And we're just kind of showing up with like a beer in one hand and we're like, whoa, honk for freedom. What's going What's happening, guys? Yes, let's go fight. Like It's like we're stumbling out of the dark and we're still putting these people on the back foot and you lose hope? Are you kidding me? How dare you lose hope? How dare you? It's only just getting good. I know it's taking forever, but it's getting good. So I will scream, never give up hope until the bitter end, even if I'm the last one waving the flag as the Titanic sinks. I'm still playing the violin okay we gotta so we're not giving up hope on this show and i hope you will join me in that sentiment but let's talk about what happened so this film i made i just showed some snippets guys there were so many clips i i got so many more clips i got to do more but i shared them all over my telegram you can go back if you go to telegram and actually you can go and look at like videos you can go to the past you can see like just how much I've shared on there and so many others, so many amazing people doing stuff on this. And um, I love you all. This is awesome. The memes, the memes alone. Okay, we're taking down the media. Who are you dealing with? with the, we're taking the media down with memes. Think about that. Who are you dealing with? You're dealing with like Operation Mockingbird level stuff here. You're dealing with a history of like, This media was built specifically built and tailored and honed over time to be the perfect propaganda dissemination system to keep people under mass mind control. I am not speaking over dramatically with that statement. It's literally true. If you want to change somebody's mind through manipulation and psychological pressure and fear and all that you got to know what you're doing the amount of money and knowledge and time and energy that it has taken for them to build the media into this mockingbird that it is this absolute clown show of lies that took decades that took billions of dollars you have it's so big it's so big And yet we've got some people who are just smart and witty, have a great sense of humor, and have channeled their rage and frustration into making hilarious memes that make people laugh because they tell the truth. I mean, there's a bunch of stupid ones out there, but like, there's really good ones. There's even good, like, there's people that are on Twitter, there's people on all these social media platforms that are just really good at summarizing a sentiment or a truth in a small in like a sentence or two. And that goes more viral than their multi-million dollar enterprise to the point where they are panicking. Panicking. They are pandering to a constantly shrinking base of supporters. The Covidians, the the government lovers, the I love the media and everything it says and does, and it has it's never done any wrong. That's is just getting smaller and smaller by the nanosecond and that is the see they've put themselves in a corner where now these ctv news and cnn's and all these different mainstream media organizations brought to you by pfizer are all freaking out because they don't they're in a position where they can't just go hey like they're, you can see them trying desperate they're trying anything they can to go Oh, we kind of like freedom yeah we kind of like we kind of like what you guys like too, don't worry. You know what, you were right about that. Yeah, they're trying to come back in and people are like, never again, Never again. You're done here. You'll never work into this town again. So just put that in perspective. We haven't won the whole thing, but look at the track the tracks we've laid with just some simple memes that didn't cost any money to make and just boom, and it goes viral, even with the algorithms, even with the shadow banning, even with the censorship, (laughs) the damage has been done. So now what we have to do, this is why I keep making the films and the shows that I do, is that all we have to do is just show Take a chapter out of the media's book of using a little bit of emotionality, a little bit of drama, a little bit of um, of that in order to reach people with the truth. So you have to create media content that is appetizing for the public mind enough for them to push play, watch it. And then you got to pull them into it so that they'll actually see those nuggets of truth. And whether they hear it on the first go or not, doesn't matter. You can't get that shit out of your head. You can't unhear these things because the good thing about the truth is all it needs is a small group of people. Even if it's one person shouting on the street corner that just keeps saying it, it what's, this, what's the mantra of propaganda? Make it big, make it simple keep saying it, and eventually they'll believe it. Take a chapter out of their book. That's how they brainwashed everybody. Let's unbrainwash them with the same techniques. Make it big, make it simple, keep saying it, and eventually it's going to sink in. And the beautiful thing about if you have the same strategy of putting out a lie versus putting out a truth, the truth will win because it is Observable by everybody. It's experiential. It's undeniable. So you really just have to keep like, we're just the cheerleaders for the truth. That's all we are. We're not the truth. We're not the one. We're just the cheerleaders for it. We're just the ones going, yeah, check this one out. Did you see this? Did you see when they said this? Did you see when the mayor contradicted himself during the inquiry? Here it is. We just got to keep the cameras rolling and keep putting it out and look at how our numbers are growing by the second and their numbers are shrinking by the second. The most powerful empire on this planet is losing its support. A bunch of average folk who just were trying to get creative with how do we stop this marauding, illegal, immoral, tyrannical government system you expose it. You let them be themselves. You shine the light on them. You can't take them out. They've got they've got the chessboard cinched. They've got the tables tilted. The game is rigged, right? Like George Carlin said. So there's only a, there's a certain way you have to fight these people. This is what people don't get. They want a movie that's like a western movie where like seven cowboys just kick the place apart, beat up all the bad guys, and take the town back. It's just we're dealing with a massive machine that I don't think people can comprehend. I try to give you just a hint of how big it is in cult of the medics, which you can go check out right now for free, at Please share it far and wide. That information is invaluable. I believe, but it's so big yet here we are. All we got to do is just fan the flames of the truth and fan the flames of this freedom spirit that is on the move. The spirit of freedom, the spirit of freedom, is on the move they can't they can't buy their way out of that we're dealing with karmic forces of the universe at this point that's beyond them so the tide will turn we just have to keep exposing it keep having this conversation we have to be the sane, calm ones as well try not to get all you know irrational and lose your temper with people and we just got to keep going yeah they're saying this in the media, let me show you the actual footage that completely debunks what the media is telling you, what the government's telling you, and what your friends are telling you that all heard everything they've ever learned in their life from the media and the government. Everybody walks around like they think they know what's going on. But I always ask this question, where did you hear that? Oh, I heard it. uh, Getting people to pin down the sources of where they heard stuff is the most hilarious thing you will ever do. It's the best place to start. You don't even confront them with contrary facts. You don't even have to do that. You take the judo route and you just redirect the energy back into them. And when they start making statements about why we have to keep sending billions of dollars to Ukraine and continue to fan the flames of World War III, uh, why we have to continue to destroy our constitutions and why freedom is somehow a conspiracy theory or something or whatever narrative you want to pick on you just start asking those people or why we got to start why do we have to keep taking these jabs why why what's the source of information that tells you that i just played you a whole reel from kanakoa the great there where they're showing you the evolution of what they told you. This is what they told you. Everything you know is what they told you. And what you're ex- what's happening is there's what people were being told and then there's what people are now experiencing directly every day. And it's not adding up. And their cognitive dissonance, it stays for a while because that fear just pulls your, your big vision, the ability of your mind to see. It pulls it all into this little like cave. And people get stuck in there, and the cognitive dissonance is kind of having this little fight. But they ignore the truth. Like, oh no, no, no! There's no way Anthony Fauci is lying to me. There's no way Dr. Teresa Tam would lie to me. Health Canada would never lie to me. CTV News would never call for the deaths of people. <laughs> that was the Toronto Star, but it's the same thing. And then what happens is the experience keeps hitting them. The oil, the gas prices are just insane. The housing prices are just insane. You can't even afford to live anywhere anymore. Everybody's—you're still getting COVID. You're still getting sick. Now you can't even run up a a set of stairs without your heart jumping out of your chest. What happened? What changed? You're like, no! It's—you've got to take the next shot. You've got to. I want to save the world from the boogeyman. You've got to keep giving the government more tax dollars on every purchase you make in order to stop the weather. You must. It's the only way. It's okay that they fly around on their jumbo jets and we're not allowed to. It's okay. They they need to because they need to go and tell everybody the truth about the gospel of the climate. But that the experience doesn't add up. You're like... The water hasn't risen in New York Harbor. The water hasn't risen all over the like. What do you? What is it? There's more polar bears now than ever, ever, ever. What's the, what's going on? Like, there's changes in the climate. Yeah, but is taxes and more laws by the government gonna change that? Right? Any example you can think of, the cognitive distance starts to break because your experience changes. Right. So. Guys, I'm going on a bunch of rants. This is what happens when I just wake up and push live stream. Uh, so let's let's go right now to getting into the footage. Let's look at what really happened. Um, and we'll talk about the hot tubs of mass destruction. So we'll start with... I'll pull up my Twitter here. It's the best place to just show everything because I got it all documented. Um, I just wanted to show you uh, just how much hate and, and violence was documented. We've got the documentation to back up the government narrative here of just how much hate and racism and misogyny and what else? Homophobia, for sure. Transphobia, uh, Nazism. They were were literally gassing people down. Did you not know that? They were literally uh, lining people up and shooting them in the back of the head, downtown Ottawa. Did you not see that footage? We've got the footage to show you that the government is not lying to you guys. Um, It was so hateful and violent and disgusting and, and what was some of the other terms? Insurrectionist. There was an insurrection happening in Ottawa that you probably didn't hear about. Or maybe you did if you're watching the fake news. So we've got the footage to show you that everything the government is saying, everything that Jim Watson is saying, everything that the police chief of Ottawa is saying, everything that... The Toronto Death Star is saying, everything that CTV News is saying is justified and correct and accurate and true, and they should all get Pulitzer Prizes, right? Because they've been telling us about the horrible conditions that the citizens of Ottawa had to suffer under for weeks on end, this horrible occupation. There was an army that came over the hill with lances and spears and Nazi flags and drums like it was like a scene out of mad max you know that scene where they're coming with the big electric guitars and they had those freaks chained to the wall playing electric guitars death to all the canadians that follow the law like that's (laughs) this is the picture they painted guys and here's the evidence here's what happened so much hate Look at that! It just—I just—I don't know if this we could accept. We can't have this kind of violence and uh, discrimination and racism happening in the country. Okay, we just can't have it. Evil, evil, evil. Okay, so this is interesting. Viva Fry printed the, or printed this, <laughs> tweeted this, and he's saying this so this is a little clip from the inquiry okay this would be the bombshell for everyone other than the state propagandists at cbc news global news toronto star and CTV news. He forgot ctv news and justin trudeau didn't invoke the emergencies act despite a breakthrough in negotiations with protesters he invoked the act to avoid the settlement so let's just see what they're talking about in this one here let's restart it
3: right and i also understand then that the mayor's vision for how this would work out as well and some of the protesters and truckers was that all trucks, other than the ones on Wellington, would be moved out of town and that the protesters would just shuttle in in buses from their camps outside of town on a go forward.
2: We were told that that, that was an option, and we don't know if uh, we had have no insight into whether or not. Sorry, whether or not the organizers were able to pull that off. Right.
3: And you agree in
2: and from your statement
3: that it was the police uh, that prevented the deal from being executed in the end, correct?
2: My opinion is that it is a broader context of circumstances and that the invocation of the Act created new, uh, you know, a new legal framework um, around Parliament Hill. Uh, in that red zone, and that the authorities decided to take a step back and see uh, what was the impact of the invocation of the act.
3: Right, and but it's fair to say that uh, Mr. Wilson, your dealings with him, uh, he never indicated to you that the protesters and truckers ever intended to renege on the deal. That is correct. Thank you. Those are my only questions, and have a good evening, sir.
0: Thank you. So it's good that he's doing this line of questioning because it actually leads up to another another witness that confirms it even more so they're kind of talking about how there was an agreement between the trucking convoy and the authorities to make some compromises and what's being hinted at here is that it wasn't the trucking convoy that broke their end of the agreement it was shocker the government and the cops who are all under orders from the government who broke the agreement so Make a deal, you break it. Well, you get honks. I mean, what? What? That's like, <laughs> what happens, right? So, I got a few to want to show you here. This is just somebody was com. It was replying to somebody else. I I don't even. I wasn't even a part of this conversation. I just saw this comment and I retweeted it. They're saying, "I was there in the Freedom Convoy. I hadn't been to Ottawa in so many years. I met some wonderful people from all over Canada." It was a beautiful experience. On the way home to Alberta, I cried when I heard the shameful lies, and now I spread the truth. Good for you, Sasha B. Good job. Thanks for speaking out the truth about your experience and, and continuing to try to tell people what really happened. The amount of people I've spoken to that went to Ottawa thinking that maybe the media was actually telling the truth and then seeing for themselves what was going on and then coming back and being absolutely furious that was actually a wake-up moment for those people guys so for those of you saying the trucker convoy was a big psyop it was a failure and blah 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 it wasn't it woke up a lot of people because it was another stage where we could allow the government to just be itself and show its true colors. And that's what you need to do to wake people up because they don't know the true colors of the government right now. They don't know what they're really dealing with because there was a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's wearing the sheep's clothing. They couldn't see through the sheep's clothing. They still think it's a sheep. Now they don't think it's a sheep anymore. That's progress. Oh, there's the uh, (laughs) elephant. This was kind of, I know it's a bit, Uh, A little grim, but it's a little funny as well. You got to make, you got to turn tragedy into humor. The giant elephant in the living room dies of sudden elephant death syndrome. (laughs) Sorry. It's kind of funny. Even though it's not. Okay. I love how they're like bragging about this. Doug Ford, he's the premier of Ontario. Doug Ford supports federal government's use of emergencies act to clear protesters. We all kind of knew this. Like, I don't know why they're reporting it like it's news. Of course, he supported it, and he still he doubled down on his support. He's like, "Yep, I was really happy with the way that they went in and curb stomped a bunch of old ladies and children. Uh, It was just beautiful. It's the exactly what we need to do in this country." Like, obviously, some they've got some dirt on Doug. I think he he's one. If I were to bet which category Doug Ford falls into between, you know, completely in with it, loves it, loves the agenda. Uh, gun to the back of the head, or blackmail. I'm going to have to go with blackmail. I think he's one of the blackmailed guys. I think they got some dirt on him. I think they got some dirt on him. What do you guys think? This was beautiful. Palminder Singh. Palminder Singh. Definitely the name of a white supremacist Nazi. Okay. I just want to say probably. Uh, We just assume because they I mean, if he's waving a Canadian flag and supporting the truckers, it must there's like a mathematical mathematical equation that happens where you go. I don't care what background this person comes from, anything about them. If they wave a Canadian flag and support the truckers and they don't have a Ukrainian flag in their bio or the he him pronouns, they must be a racist, Nazi, horrible person that's evil and must be imprisoned and fined for their behavior. Like that's the mathematical equation that happens. Um, But it's not true because what Palminder Singh puts here is absolutely beautiful. He said, the collective consciousness was on the rise and love was pouring through the air. That's why Trudeau had to invoke emergency act because they fear love because it can create the world that they can't control. Boom. God is happening right here. That's what I was feeling in my heart. And there he is. Look at this gentleman. Just Awesome. So I love that one. Uh, This was uh, a response. So uh, Danny had uh, shared out the film and he was like, you got to watch this new film by truth warrior and all that. So I appreciate that, Danny. Thank you so much. It is now going viral, I think because of your endorsement. So thank you so much. But this was a response. uh, And he said, this had me in tears. It's from Barb. This had me in tears. Thank you, Danny, for all you have done as well. Your family is so proud of you in Northern Alberta. And she's just there taking a picture with him. You can, I don't know if you can see in the background the teddy bear. That's it's a Hitler teddy bear. I don't know if you can see. Is there there's probably a little Hitler mustache under that teddy bear? Must be. If if we if we're trusting the media, I mean can you notice do you notice all the bodies lying around and the burning buildings and that Molotov? There's a guy you can see in the back, he's making Molotov cocktails. You see that? Oh wait, you don't see any of that? You just see people hugging and smiling and high-fiving each other? Hint. All right. Um, oh, so we've, we found the real Nazis. <laughs> this is well done, whoever did this. They picked the right picture of Trudeau. <laughs> Doug Fork. I will do whatever you say. Hey, look, it's the Maltese cross. Interesting. Um, yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's... This person tried to ask the obvious question. I wonder why the corporate news channels aren't tracking excess mortality the same way they tracked COVID cases. Hmm, why are they not? Why don't we have a ticker tape on CNN showing you how many people are dropping dead of heart attacks that weren't dropping dead before? Well, because of course, I would say that excess mortality was the whole point. Petrified COVID parent, what an amazing Twitter channel. Keep rocking. I just love it. It's a good parody account (laughs) saying living in Ottawa during the protests was a choice. No one forced anybody to live there. Am I doing this right? (laughs) See, this is the other thing you have to do. You just have to give them back what they give you. It's jujitsu, man. They attack you. You don't attack directly, you redirect back into them. That way, it's two against one every time. That's how you win. So, this is how you do it. It's brilliant. Just keep pointing out the contradictions. I won't play this, but this is a horrible story talking about how Canada, you're allowed to legally kill people in this country now uh, with euthanasia, and they're just trying to get rid of people and convince them in the hospital that if they can't pay their bills or they can't function anymore because they're injured or whatever, that you know, they're always like, well, we could just kill you. <laughs> like you could just do that. It's horrible. It's horrible what's happening. So she tells her story, Uh, you can go check it out. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter banned Mark Friesen. He's the gentleman I had on a week or so ago. I bet you my days are numbered. Well done, Mark. I know you'll be back. Keep fighting the good fight, man. Well, here it is. Oh, the humanity. (laughs) This is an actual statement from the mayor during the inquiry when they were grilling him. Okay. First of all, when I see this guy, I'm just like, this is this is the kind of people that rule the roost now. These are the kind of leaders people go to? Seriously. <laughs> it's like, well, then they brought in the hot tubs and it was just a horrific situation. <laughs> so horrific it was so horrific man was it that the hot tubs were at 104 not 103 the way you like or 102 like what, what was it was that what was horrific about it people were like loving each other singing staying up late talking about how much they love freedom as a problem all right so sheila Gunn reid she's a rebel news reporter she's just giving an update here this is just incredible and i'll play this video that she's talking about in a sec the testimony of kim iote the head of emergency services is directly contradicting the hysterical proclamations of counselors McKenney and Flurry. He's saying that emergency lanes were kept open and that they were able to access through multiple points. If you remember in the film that I put out, The Truckers Were Right, just go check it out. It's on YouTube, Rumble, BitChute. It's all over the place. Um, just put in The Truckers Were Right. There's a clip that I got that was caught by Shots by Hill, Austin from Shots by Hill on Instagram. That man should get a medal of honor for what he did that day. Um, There was a bit in there where there was, I'm not sure the gentleman's name, but he was the dude with like the most alpha bassy voice. He had a big giant beard. He was wearing his, uh, he was a, he's a Canadian veteran and he was standing there talking to the cops. And he was saying exactly this to the cops. He's like, you guys know that we've been nothing but peaceful, that we kept emergency lanes open for emergency access, that we've been nothing but compliant with that and uh a lot of the cops did know a lot of the cops did know many of them even admitted it on camera people were going around interviewing them after they were hugging them and high-fiving them you know so good to see this starting to come out that's a good thing (laughs) jim watson called the trucker convoy an insurrection (laughs) this everything's an insurrection Everything everything not woke is an insurrection. Didn't you know? Okay, here's the testimony from this Kim. The guy's name is Kim. Just saying. There you go. Take it away, Kim.
3: If the protesters were able to move the vehicles on Tuesday and Wednesday, which is February 15th and 16th, as had been agreed... Uh, can you agree that the result would have been most, if not all, of the vehicles uh, would have been cleared out of downtown except for Wellington? I can't agree with that only because I didn't see a lot of protester move vehicles moved except for the ones we allowed onto wellington so there seemed to be some movement onto wellington but no movement out of the city as was agreed to so if there would have been a good faith movement on both parts then i could maybe agree to that but i can't today right but isn't it true and the commission's heard evidence that the move on to wellington eventually got blocked it got stopped by police yes right so it got stopped by the police so the deal didn't go through because of the police
0: yes Ooh. If the protesters need know were there? able there to, there you go, vote. there you go. But will the the normies hear this? Will they even watch this? Will they even understand it? Because they're going to keep going with the talking points given to them by the media, right? Because that's where they get all their information from. But the talking points are being debunked right now, and many have. But yet, people still operate on the old talking points. Like it's the same with the vaccine. They don't know that. Pfizer executives admitted that they knew that they didn't test for whether or not the shot would stop transmission. They didn't do the proper testing. They don't know that. They don't know that Pfizer has been ordered by court order because they wanted to make you wait 75 years to show you all the data. I don't know if you know that. They don't know that either. And they don't know that they were ordered by a court to release all their data within an eight month period and that they've been releasing that for quite some time. Was it like six months now? I can't remember the exact date where we're at, but what we've already seen is an absolute horror show of the truth of what they found in their data, which is they saw side effects happening. And they actually gave you nine pages without spaces of all the side effects that they found being potential within their own trials. But they wanted to make you wait 75 years, basically wait until they're going to show up at your grave site with the data and say, oh, here. Mr. Jones, we finally got it all boiled down and we can show you the data as to why you're in the grave. Um, So the normies don't know that. So you got to keep telling them, but it's coming out on this inquiry. They broke the deal with the truckers and then they went in and kettled everybody. It was a bully tactic. Hey, yeah, yeah, go to Wellington, go to Wellington. And then they kettled everybody and brought in the horses and stomped everybody out and it was a trap. Oh, I got to go back to my, go back to here get down to the spot. Where were we? Where were we? We'll get there. We got a lot to go through here. Not that one. We did that. Bill Maher here. Okay. Next. (laughs) The real Andy Lee, she's saying like, because they're saying they didn't see it coming. (laughs) They're trying to give excuses like, well, we didn't see it coming. This kind of came out of nowhere. Really? I'm pretty sure everybody knew that this was happening. It was like, it was the only thing anybody was talking about. All the highways were shut down. Like, come on, don't play that game with me. Okay. Here's another, this is more footage guys. I I told you I'd bring you the footage. The insurrectionist. This is violent, hate inspired insurrection of evil and lawlessness. And the question is that a question that everybody in Canada needs to answer is will Canada ever recover from this? I mean, the experts say no, and the science actually concurs that this, this is just egregious. This is egregious behavior. We will not tolerate this. It's too many smiles and babies. Look at babies baby sleeping. It's so peaceful. I was waiting for the honk. I was waiting for the honk. See, that honk, that was... um, That honk had a racist tone to it. I just... I felt like right in that moment, it, the, the the trucker wasn't sitting there with a big smile on his face as he was eating his homemade cookies that were brought to him. Uh, he wasn't just trying to time the honk with the beat of the music because he was feeling the vibe. He that, that honk had a very... Almost like a Heil Hitler vibe to it. It was like, Heil Hitler. Like that... Wait, I'm going to get taken off just for making a joke. (laughs) Can't make jokes anymore. I'm making fun of the narrative that they're trying to force down your throat, which is total bullshit, obviously. Look at the beautiful, look at these beautiful, innocent... Canadians are kind of like these beautiful, glowing, smiley, happy... You know, like, we're not... (laughs) I mean, you mess with us. It's vicious, but this is... Beautiful, man. I got tears already thinking about it. Okay, I can't really stand Bill Maher's voice, so we're not going to listen to him. But he is starting to admit certain things. But it's just funny how they they talk about it. It's infuriating to me. If Bill Maher brought me on his Politically Incorrect show, and he was like, hey, uh, talk about how we're now learning just just how bad the collateral damage is post-pandemic. I mean, the collateral damage that uh, he's talking about the government policies and the mandates and the lockdowns and all the health orders and all that shit. And we're not even probably including the vaccine in his statements, but he's like, yeah, we're just now learning about it. I'd be like, hey, dunce, here's the footage that I personally documented during the during the entire pandemic from day one of experts from all over the world who were telling you exactly what has happened that you think is now just suddenly being discovered was going to happen. What do they have crystal balls or something like that? Well, they got balls of steel. <laughs> I don't know if they're crystal balls, but uh, they are the one. They, we were warned, but you censored and ridiculed them. You don't get to come up and say, oh, we're now just suddenly figuring out that Locking down the economies of the entire world ended up killing millions of children in third world countries because the food supply chain was disrupted. Dang, our bad. Oh, and now we're finding out the science that none of the lockdowns worked, didn't even do anything. What? We were warned about this. You don't get to have your big platform and come out and say, Look, I'm just going to now come out and tell you the truth that as it's because the science is fluid and we're finally starting to realize that this was a big giant mistake. I could have told you that in like April of 2020, bro. This is the sentiment here. Tom Marzano is saying, "Listen, listen to Jim Watson's testimony. He's that mayor of Ottawa guy." Listen to Jim Watson's testimony is frightening and disturbing. I'm not sure he's the mayor of a he's the mayor or director of propaganda for the CBC. He's tripling down on MSM talking points that even the MSM has redacted. This is or retracted. This is an incredible distortion of reality. That's what's crazy, guys. Some of these politicians are still speaking as though it's like March of 2020 and they're not Even the media itself is changing its own narrative and they're doubling down on those talking points. This is a big shit show for them. So I'm showing you this because this is a good thing. It's The lie is coming out. It's coming out everywhere. Numerous lies are coming out. I like this comment, Renee M. He was just saying, anti-vaxxer is a marketing term. When selling a product that people don't want, marketers use psychology to sell it to you. That's exactly right. Edward Bernays was a young hotshot marketer who in 1928 exploited people's weaknesses by targeting their insecurities. Everyone wants to be a good person. That's right. Shaming people who don't want your product is a powerful public relations tool. Everybody wants to just be a good person, and when they're told, take this product that's going to make us fabulously wealthy or you will not be a good person. People go, well, I want to be a good person. Then I'll take it. I don't care if Pfizer wants to make me wait 75 years. I don't care. We already watched this uh, young lady. Great job. Okay. Got to talk about this. Kind of disappointing. I put her in the film because I loved, so this is Danielle Smith, new premier of Alberta. She started out as a badass. And she's starting to flop, and it sucks. And I know the pressure is a lot. Um, maybe there's a strategy to it. I don't know, but I don't like it. But I put her in because she. I don't think she retracted or apologized for her statements on the unvaccinated being the most discriminated group in Canada in the last year. That's what she said. In the last year, the most discriminated group in Canada that I've ever seen is the unvaccinated people. And she got absolutely mauled by the media for saying it, but we all loved her for it. Because it's hard to see, get politicians that have any spine whatsoever. Um, and yet, then she makes some statements about Ukraine, and she was really just asking questions and kind of challenging that narrative, which we should challenge it because it's the same people that lied to us about everything else are telling us about that. And we need politicians that are actually trying to de escalate the situation. And I feel like giving Zelensky and the Azov battalion Nazis. Uh, which is another walking contradiction, by the way, why are they against the trucker Nazis who aren't Nazis, but they are sending money to Ukrainian Nazis that are actually documented committing some of the most egregious crimes against humanity ever documented? Uh, I can't even show the video clips on Twitter or anywhere else because they're so absolutely brutal. But if you go look into it, what's going on over there, what's been going on over there in Ukraine by these Ukrainian forces is absolutely egregious. And it's one of the main driving reasons why Putin is even going in there in the first place. And nobody wants to talk about the real reason why this is all happening. And she just even hints at some of that, basically advocating for a de-escalation. And they're like, how dare you? And so what does she do? She comes out and apologizes. And you don't do that. You don't do that. You don't apologize because they don't respect you anyways. This mob. And now the people that did support you also hate you. So it's just, it's a lose-lose. Go watch Matt Walsh's, I should find it. Matt Walsh, I, you know, I am going to find it. Let's do it. Let's find it. I'm going to show you how it's done, all right? This is how it's done. This is how it's done. Where is he? There he is. Boom. He's probably got, I'm going to have to find it. Oh, is he trending? He was trending (laughs) because of what I'm going to show you. You guys probably seen it, but I really want to show you. I hope I can find it. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? Did he pin it? Daily Wire. Uh, You guys know the one I'm talking about, right? It's probably buried in a bunch of stuff. I'm gonna scroll a few more seconds and if I don't see it, we'll just move on. But I think it's good. He basically, he started, I mean, he made the film, What is a Woman? He's been calling out the woke uh, transgender agenda stuff, uh, which is all staged. It's 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 not even, even people who are transgender are starting to hate it. Um, I have many friends in the, actually even my own cousin, he's in the gay community and they all hate it. So it's, Yeah. It's getting just absolutely, it's a clown show, but he, he basically gets called out. They try to attack him to get him and bully him to get him to apologize for something that they took out of context as they always do. And he basically just comes out and just has this beautiful response. Yeah. I'm not going to find it here, but, and he doesn't apologize. He actually doubles down and he's like, I will never apologize. I will never apologize. So, Um, and what's good is that the media then wants to talk about him and then he trends. (laughs) So that's what you got to do, Danielle. You don't apologize. I know you're, you're new to the game and all that. You just got elected and you're trying to appease the other idiot conservatives who aren't conservatives. Uh, but you just got to stand by what you say. You just got to, and, and you're, you were right. You were right to challenge it. We we don't want World War Three. We really don't. And we don't want crimes against humanity for anybody. Russians, Ukrainians, I don't care who it is. But they're not telling you the truth about what's going on in that war. I mean, they're doing Vogue photo shoots for crying out loud. What do you think is going on? They've taken in billions of dollars from all over the world. There's reasonable grounds to be suspicious of the fact that it's a big money laundering operation. Okay, why can't we ask those questions? Yeah, exactly. Someone's responding to that. I can understand changing or clarifying a statement. That's fine. But apologize? Never apologize. Now they own you. That's a problem. So just had to point that out. I That really sucks. But I still think her comments that I put in the film are very important because at least we got her to say that. So that's, that's a positive thing. All right. Now I had a... What was this one? Yeah, look at this. I I don't want to show it. Child dies suddenly after his shot in Mexico. We've just seen too much of that. I don't need to see that, but you guys understand. Okay, so this is what's at stake. This is why we got to keep fighting. Okay, I I really hate having to make you guys listen to Trudeau. I know you hate me. Every time I play anything from him, I get a lot of shit, and I understand because you guys are like, we already know he's corrupt. I can't even stand his voice. Please don't make me. I want to throw up. You know what? We don't even have to listen. How about... I've heard you. I will not make you listen. Okay? You can even just see what he's saying. You know it's a bunch of bullshit, right? So he's sitting there, and real Andy Lee is saying, I'm trying to mentally unpack our prime minister's barely contained glee that the war in Ukraine will create an energy crisis that he will be able to politicize and capitalize on in order to accelerate this woke progressive agenda. What is wrong with him? Well, he's a servant of evil, and when the red phone rings, he answers, and he does exactly what he's told, like a good little boy. He reads the teleprompter, he's got his talking points. He probably even believes in all the fairy tales, right? But what he's saying, he's, he's actually saying that the war in Ukraine, and this is their new talking point, the war in Ukraine is actually helping climate change because it's helping industries move away from that oil and gas over to other oil and gas And then to transition away from oil and gas. That's his argument. That's his circular argument. Because the carbon that they want to eliminate is you. I don't know if you know about that. Because when we move away from reliable energy sources, this is a problem. Okay? Um, So it's just horrible the way he's addressing it. And I'm glad you called him out. So no, I'm not going to make you listen to real. Okay? Promise. So I just wanted to read you a couple. If you go look up the hashtag uh, Emergencies Act Inquiry, if you just go up on Twitter and look it up, I don't know what's going on on Facebook with this or if Facebook even allows this discussion. I haven't been on there for a while. But if you go look it up on Twitter, you're getting a lot of these types of comments. I'm an educated professional and a mother of two living in Ottawa. I went to the convoy four times and it was a beautiful sight. Only love and hope. No hatred like some politicians are suggesting. Oh, what's this, what's this guy? No one is denying how fun the redneck hot tub parties were, but many Ottawa re- residents were and remain traumatized by the convoy. Well, that's that's just a lack of, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, what? Both things can be true at once. I recommend you use some education and professionalism to look up empathy in a dictionary empathy in a dictionary. This is the problem where people are so narcissistically focused on themselves that they can't see the big picture. They absolutely cannot see the big picture. They, this person wants to come on and this is the argument you're going to get. This person wants to come on and say, look up empathy in a dictionary. You and your hot tub parties were just gave us PTSD, dude. I got phantom honking syndrome. The pe- our our lives were destroyed. Our country is being destroyed. We're at war. We have foreign assets installed in our government. They're trying to depopulate the planet. And you're worried about PTSD from honking? You want me to look up empathy? What about empathy for all of humanity that has just taken an experimental shot that we have no long-term safety data on and people are dropping like flies and we got kids dropping dead in Mexico and you don't have any, you're telling me to have empathy because of your feelings being hurt because you heard too many honks? The point of the honks was that these people weren't being heard. This side of the argument isn't being heard. It needed to be heard. All they had to do was come out and have a conversation. And the truckers even let you guys off the hook and said, okay, we won't haunt between these hours and all that. How many protests have we had to, how much crap have we had to put up with listening to all this nonsense about how we have to shut our businesses down, but allow Walmart to stay open. How we have to shut down our churches, but we can allow Target to stay open. And we've lost our jobs. We've lost generational businesses. The damage to our economy and our country is almost irreparable. People died of suicide, being locked up in their homes. We're finding out now that the real science is saying none of those lockdowns were necessary. That your beautiful love potion doesn't stop any virus and it, it actually hurts you. That natural immunity is far more robust. That there were early treatment options that were avoided. And people died as a result of it. That they locked elderly people in old folks' homes and they all died. And you want to go look up empathy in the dictionary? Don't even get me started. Sorry, I don't want to read the troll comments. Get me going here. Shut your mouth. What's another one here? Miranda Elizabeth. As an Ottawa resident. And this is actually, this has become a trend. Hashtag as an Ottawa resident. These are the people standing up for the convoy, being I live in Ottawa and I'm not one of those whiny little bitches. As an Ottawa resident, I was inspired by the convoy. I've never witnessed any act of deviance. In fact, during the convoy, downtown Ottawa never felt so safe and clean. There's two sides to the story. Why are they only telling you one side? Tokyo Rosie. The U.S. literally burned for months, for months over the George Floyd incident. People died in the streets. Guys, people were getting shot in the streets. Yet their federal government never resorted to emergency powers. In Canada, hot tubs in downtown Ottawa is an emergency requiring the suspension of civil liberties.
2: Go look up empathy in the dictionary, bro.
0: Ryan Olson, what I saw in Ottawa was love, pain, and suffering from good, nonviolent, hardworking Canadians. Then I would turn on the TV and see hate from the media and the government. The Emergencies Act was used to kill a movement that was hurting Trudeau's reputation. Oh, now we're getting to the truth. Trudeau was hiding behind the curtains. His rep was on the line. He was looking like shit. He still looks like shit. Oh, how am I not following this guy? right. Look, more degeneracy, this, this, is what, this is what gave the Ottawa residents PTSD. You know what gave the Ottawa residents that are whining about this PTSD? That the homeless people were putting on weight. That crime was down at a historical low. That the streets were never cleaner. That's what gave them PTSD. What gave them PTSD was a reminder that they're lying to themselves They're lying to themselves and we're pointing it out. You're lying to yourself. Every honk says, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're being brainwashed. They're prepping you like lambs to the slaughter. Wake up, wake up. We love you, we love you. They're like, no, the truth, it stings. They're like vampire. Like the truth is like the light hitting the vampire. Like, no, I wanna live in a fantasy meta world that doesn't exist, please. Please don't make me look at reality. No. That's really why people are pissed. That's really why you got PTSD. Self-generated PTSD. Oh, let's watch it. Check this out. The nerve of these people to actually cook people three hot square meals a day. Anybody could come up for free and be fed. There was an abundance of food. It actually shows us that we don't need to live in scarcity. Just, We prove that we don't need to live in scarcity in this country. All right. okay, bacon. All right. I'm not baking eggs now. I'm having bacon and eggs right after this. I haven't eaten breakfast yet. Cook to order. Got some beautiful sausages in there. Look at that. Wearing a sweater that says freedom. I mean, next. I can't. St- next. On, Who's next? Look, stop government tyranny. What? Like, what? Where's the, where's the left? Aren't you guys like against government tyranny? I thought you guys were against government tyranny. I thought you were against corporate takeovers and the big, the big fat cat capitalists. Weren't you, why aren't you fighting beside these people? Now you're like, yay, government is good. Google the biggest corporation on the face of the planet and Pfizer, they love us. Why would you disagree with them? Look at this. Can I go to this? I want to go to this right now. Could we do this again? Could we do this again? Let's do it again. Let's bring even more hot tubs this time. Hot tubs for everybody. You get a hot tub. You get a hot tub. Everybody gets hot tubs. (laughs) Oh, What's the comment? During some of the darkest days of the government imposed lockdowns, I found my greatest days in Ottawa around freedom loving Canadians yet Trudeau considers us racist extremists with unacceptable views. Trudeau is the racist extremist with unacceptable views. We all know it. We all know it. Okay, this is an interesting. The McDonald laurier Institute. I don't know what this institute is, but they're saying it's interesting here. They say it does not take a particularly active imagination to see the obvious problem with a government's enlisting banks without court oversight to freeze the assets of protesters hostile to the government. Do you realize what happened? Ottawa residents that have PTSD, do you realize what the government just did? Do you realize that they could do that to you as well? When you go to the protest that you like, if they change their mind and you start going to, I don't know, a women's rights protest, Let's say there's another big protest movement in Canada to support women's rights for abortion. And the government changes its tune and goes, you know what? We're we're, we're done with the abortion thing. We're going to make abortion illegal in Canada and you can never do abortion again. And you're going to go, I'm going to go protest that shit. Bring all the hot tubs in the country and let's go do this. And you're going to be the one camping out in Ottawa, right? See, it's just a matter of, we don't agree on, you don't agree on the, on the argument, but But what you're not seeing is that regardless of whatever issue it is that we're discussing in our society and trying to figure out amongst ourselves, the government is there like a predator waiting to create legislation to enslave everybody, to tax everybody, to take more power and control away from you and me. That's what you're not understanding. That's why when you have a movement that says, mandate freedom there's a lot of things that can um, go under that banner and you could have joined in but you went well i big pharma loves me unconditionally and would never do me wrong ever and so i don't how how you could be questioning the science is just beyond me and if you're going to go and question whether or not you're allowed to decide what goes into your body or not I just can't support that. But I will be at the abortion protest next weekend. You know, like that's the level of hypocrisy we're dealing with here. Julie Evans, despite the freezing temperatures, I've never felt so much warmth. Protesting with pride and gratitude alongside my fellow warriors of truth. I love it. Good job, Julie. Uh, We will continue to highlight and defend against human rights attacks. Let's see what she's her footage here. The drums going. It's just a party. Man. Like, relax. Here's another one. Canadian of Iranian origin. I am an Ottawa resident who attended the protests a few times. I saw nothing but love and joy by caring, civilized, and freedom-loving, concerned Canadian protesters who transformed the area to a safe and clean part of Ottawa during those weeks. MSM lied. And if you came from Iran to Canada, you're like, you guys have no idea how good you have it, okay? You spoiled little brats. You better sit down and pay attention to some of these people immigrating to our country who came here to flee legitimate, legitimate government hierarchy, totalitarianism. Like, it's... And when they came here and started seeing signs of the government here doing the same kind of shit, they're like, hell no. Some of these people are our best allies, okay? I'm just telling you. So... These are people that experienced it completely differently than the media is telling us. How could that be possible? Because the media would never lie. Here's from Frank. Ottawa Mayer got intel from reporters. Reporters published waves of unverified stories, many of which were later corrected or retracted. No wonder the POEC sometimes resembles a therapy session. Many were trapped in a fever dream. And they're just, he's talking about this, uh, Bit from Jim Watson in today's testimony. Jim Watson said a number of times he was getting intel from the media, who's undermining police authority and advice, protesters or elected officials. And what role does the media have to play? You're all going down. You're all get. You better pack your shit for Gitmo, guys. Working in the media, you are target number one for justice on this legal justice. Okay, I'm not talking any of that vigilante stuff. That's not how we roll. That's how you guys roll. We roll with law and order, and we're coming, and the tide's going to turn, and there's nowhere to run. The media is complicit. They are the driving force behind creating mass formation psychosis in the entire human race, and you think you're going to get away with it? Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Okay, this is interesting. Okay, this is interesting. Ottawa mayor candidate, Catherine McKenney. Have you seen this woman? You seen her tweets? This is like next level commie. All right. Next level. But she's sitting beside this guy. And there was this little exchange that you may have seen. I won't play it because there's so many clips to play, but it was going around where this gent, I don't even know who is this guy. I forget who this guy is. He speaks perfect English, perfect English, no accent. Okay all the workers in Ottawa, if you work in the government in Ottawa, you have to be able to speak both English and French fluently. You have to be able to read, write, and understand it. My wife, she uh, came from Toronto to Ottawa when we lived there. She had an amazing resume. She used to work for legal firms, she had a political science degree, you know, administrator, all that stuff. And she could read, write, and understand French perfectly. She just couldn't speak it. she didn't she didn't practice it. She couldn't speak it. And she couldn't get a job to save her life in Ottawa when we lived there because they're like, you have to be able to speak, read, write, and understand both English and French. It's just one of the basic requirements that's there because we're bordering Quebec and that's just the way they roll. You have to have both official languages. This guy is a public official and he's being grilled about a question that he was squirming on by the commissioner. And he starts playing this game where he's like, can you tell me in French? Because I don't quite understand. I want to make sure I understand the context of your very obvious question. He's just trying to squirm out of it. But guess what? We find out that this new mayor candidate, Catherine McKenney, was actually coaching him on the side. Here's the, here's the clip. Check this out. They're whispering. Look at, she's got the total, like that's the commie haircut with the glasses, no makeup the way it is they love they love ugliness here you go
3: what of the words of that i put to you and there's a few so means verbal and environmental and slights is confusing is there which one are you confused about J'ai, j'ai expliqué plusieurs fois que pour moi les micro-agressions, la
2: Keep counsel comme ça. Well. Keep counsel comme ça. Well. Zero integrity as she coaches counselor Mathieu Flurry in how to obstruct justice in real time. Do
3: you, do you need this? Do you, would you like one of these for when I question you in English? Because I'm unfortunately incapable of speaking French.
2: And I, I, I will do my very best to answer in English. But it was a very, sp- I don't need it. Thank you.
0: Look how, look how perfect the guy's English is. So he, the, the commissioner played a little song and dance. And he was like, would you like one of these headsets that'll translate it for you? Because I don't speak French. And I, I, I will say the exact same sentence that you just repeated back to me in English in French. Just so you can, like he was playing a joke with him and she's trying to coach him to obstruct justice. These people are criminals. That's criminal. That's illegal. Do you trust criminals? I don't trust criminals. From Stacy, the protest happened because of government overreach, coercion and intimidation. Correct. The protest ended with more government overreach, coercion and intimidation. <laughs> Correct. now redacted fruit protesters don't pick the most concealed location possible to fly their flags and have the prime minister's personal photographer take the picture not to mention this is where the rcmp were staying during this protest it's literally a false flag operation (laughs) there were no nazi flags how about that what if i told you there were no nazi flags I played a little clip from um, at Transplendor. He got banned from Twitter a while back, but he was doing just amazing coverage. He was a real patriot down there every day, freezing in his car, going down to the front lines, going around trying to make sure everybody was peaceful, talking to the police, reporting everything he saw. And he's like, the Nazi flags didn't exist, man. It was an op. It was an op. And we're going to find every last one of you that staged it and we're going to expose it there's nothing you can do about it nothing um all right here we go more from the ottawa mayor so ottawa mayor jim watson along with everyone else who has testified at these hearings never witnessed any acts of violence despite accusing the protesters of being violent multiple times Every accusation of violence has been based on legacy media reporting. Let's check out this line of questioning right here.
3: Mayor Watson, let me just ask you: um, You told us earlier today, um, where evidence came out that um, these these protesters they were they were nasty, um, they were hateful, and they were they were vulgar. Is that right? Yes. And you said that you saw, um, or you said that they had um, ripped masks off of people? Yes. Did you actually see that?
2: No, I saw it reported in the media.
3: Okay. And I I think you also said that
2: certain people were attacked. Is that right? Uh, I didn't say that, no. I, I said that I had death threats, but I wasn't physically attacked. No, I didn't say that you were attacked, but you said that these protesters were attacking people. Did you
3: not
2: say that? Uh, No. They were disrupting people's lives, that's for sure, and uh, they refused on at least three occasions that I'm aware of uh, that they refused to adhere to the provincial mandate of wearing a mask when going into a uh, shop or a restaurant. So you're not aware of any incidents of physical violence from the protesters? Well, you'd have to ask the police. I know they arrested uh, a couple hundred people and charged a couple hundred people. I don't know what the charges were, so I'm not privy to that information. According to your knowledge? You don't know of any? So I don't know any? Of any physical attacks? Uh, Not to my own personal knowledge, no. All right, thank you. Those are my questions.
0: I mean, this, is a farce okay we all know you're making it up It was bullshit um we had actually a counter protest show up and there were actual there were there's a video i had posted i'm going to try to find it where a guy who was totally hammered came out of the counter protest and grabbed a canadian flag out of the hand of a 13 year old girl the father then confronts him and this guy starts swinging and getting violent and the cops came and they arrested this man. And so that was an act of violence that everybody saw and that's fully documented and I'll bet you there's even more. There were actually in the counter protesters, there were people waving the Soviet communist flag. But there was no coverage of that in the media because for some weird reason people in Canada and in western the western world see Only Nazi, Hitler, Nazi, Hitler, Nazi, Hitler all over the place. And they don't look at the scale of evil and death and genocide that was committed in the Soviet regime in Russia. It's weird how they overlook that. Even though now Russia is the big bad guy, there's a disconnect from past Russia, which is different than today's Russia, where Evil took place under a communist regime, and that's why they don't want you to talk about it. Even though both the Nazis and the communists came from a socialist left-wing movement, they don't want you to know that either. But it's just funny how you can wave Soviet flags all you want. The butchers of millions. But, uh, you know, we're not going to call that violent or extremist or anything like that because it came from the people protesting against the truckers who were waving Canadian flags. Canadian flags. And yes, they had some F Trudeau flags, which are more than justified and hilarious. And they sold out on Amazon really quickly. Uh, right. This me talking about that. Okay. So um, yeah, this is a good time to start wrapping. I kind of went long on some rants today, guys. I know you know all this stuff. I just want to keep putting it out and keep this conversation flowing as this inquiry is happening. I'm going to be doing some more. I'm going to bring on some more interviews. I'm hoping to actually be getting um a live update on Friday. It's a tentative thing that on Friday I'm going to be speaking with some of the lawyers that are down on the ground on the inquiry. Um so that's sort of a tentative thing I'm working on. So hopefully we can do that next Monday. I'm gonna be doing a show with Danny Bulford. I'll start it at my usual time, but he's gonna come in an hour in. So he'll come in um, an hour after I start. So I'll come in and cover some stuff and then I'll bring Danny in for a bit, get an update from him. And uh, we'll get some more people coming on. We gotta keep going. I I think that, what is it going like six weeks this inquiry? So this is why I'm bringing it all back up because uh, we have to counter the narrative and it's already working already. This, con- this inquiry is kind of paying off based on some of those clips I've been showing you because those are documented now, the admissions from the mayor, the admissions from these counselors, these people. And we're seeing this stuff come out and now we can turn it into videos. We can make documentaries about it. We can make memes about it. So get the meme machines going, guys. There's so much good content out there for you to work with. And we can uh, keep growing our knowledge base across the population and shrinking the size of the people that are defending the government narrative because the government lied. People died. These pharmaceutical companies lied. The media lied. There's so many people involved. Many of the scientific journals lied. They reported fraudulent science um, and so much is coming out. I think it's just going to keep going we also have the continued exposure of what was been going on with these elections, what went down on January 6th in the US, um, and so many other events that have happened that are what we're told from the media is a lie. And so if they're lying to you about all of those other things, what else have they lied to you about in the past? What are they lying to you about now? And what will they continue to lie to you about? So it's better that you start to think for yourself. Stop trusting known liars and criminals and scammers and do your own research become a citizen journalist and start looking at source material i'm showing you source material i'm showing you clips from the ground when you watch that documentary i made it's it's all clips from the ground it's all stuff i got on the live stream that i covered it's all the clips that people have been sending me and there's boatloads more and we need to literally marinate the internet with the truth on all of these issues if you've got stuff on what's going on in the Ukraine situation, you got that footage, you put it out to show people what's really going on. If you've got stuff going on with the COVID stuff, they're, they're trying to bring back the vaccines. They're trying to talk about how Ontario is going to mandate masks again. They're trying to drum it back up. They don't have anywhere to go, if you notice. They don't know where to go. They go to the climate, they get beaten down. They go to the COVID thing, they get beaten down. They keep pushing the vaccine, they get beaten down. They keep pushing false narratives about the resistance to this lie, they keep getting beaten down. So they're in a corner and they just keep defaulting back to what they know, which is, well, just keep going with what worked before. Don't forget, during this pandemic, they have never expanded their power more than during that time. So that's that's the big pony that needs to be brought down because if we bring that down, all the other things will start to come down. And maybe we can get access to that epstein just Lane maxwell client list because that would take it all down. Because if we find out that the people that are lying to us about all these different things were involved with that shit, crimes against children will unite the world. Maybe not the vaccine. I mean, it will as we start seeing, sadly, the side effects hitting children, which we're already seeing, and it's egregious, and I don't know what's wrong with these parents, but it's happening. It's going to happen more. That's going to be a wake-up call. We need to work hard on reversing the damage, um, and everybody's kind of working on that, but more more is going to come out of these court cases. There's, uh, I believe Trudeau will be testifying at this inquiry. I can't wait for that one. I'm going to be tuning in for that one. I'm not sure when that's coming up. But all we got to do is just keep letting these people be themselves so that they expose themselves. They fall on their own sword. The truth is rising. Freedom's on the move. And um, it's going to take a bit of time yet. I think there's going to be some major events coming up because the system is panicking as they're getting caught. Criminals don't like getting caught. I don't know if you know, they don't like admitting guilt. Have you noticed this? It's this weird thing where people that commit crimes. And acts of evil, they don't like admitting it. I mean, not everybody's Jeffrey Dahmer, where he's just like, okay, you caught me. I'll just tell you everything. Like, not everybody's like that. A lot of them are like they lie, lie to the end. Like, think of uh, who's a better one. So Dahmer was the guy that just came right out with what he did when they caught him. Um, oh, what's the, I'm drawing a blank. The other guy, he he defended himself in court. <laughs> he was like he had like a fan base. <sighs> Brain's not working. You know, him. there's another serial killer. Anyways, criminals don't like to be caught. They don't like to be captured. They don't like to be imprisoned. They don't like to be exposed. Um. So they're going to lie right to the bitter end. So expect that. Don't expect them to go, you got me. You got me. Trudeau is just buying his time until he gets his cushy job at the UN. That's all he wants in life, okay? That's what his goal is. He just has to survive until they can get another liberal candidate to take over so he can go work at the UN. I think that's what he wants to do. He wants to be close to uncle Klaus Schwab. Okay. You got to go take care of Klaus Schwab. So that's what he wants to do. We've got this crazy situation with our conservative party. We've got a movement here politically, but in the end, we got to do this on the ground. Okay. That's what I think was the symbol of the trucking movement was that it was, uh, and all the other ones, the bikers for freedom, the cowboys for freedom, How how cool would it be if they all showed up on the same day, right? But anyways, you had middle class, average people that were there from all backgrounds. That's a good sign. That means our country, outside of the media, outside of the government, outside of the little bubble of Ottawa and parts of Ontario, um, most of Canada actually still functions as a true country where people come from different backgrounds and opinions, but we all come together when it's about freedom and when the charter and the constitution is challenged by the government we all come together and that's what a country should be it shouldn't be a country where everybody just agrees on everything and with this big hive like china it should be diverse real diversity all the champion remember they haven't used that slogan in a while right diversity is our strength they haven't used that in a while you noticed where did that go because they don't want diversity of opinions <laughs> they don't want diversity of they they want one brain, one mind. So let's get out of the hive mind, think independently, keep putting out the truth. It's going to win. Don't give up. Ignore the black pillars, ignore the doom and gloomers. They're just hopeless. I understand, but stay away from these people. Uh, Get into the movement that is about looking at the truth and trying to find a solution. Your mindset needs to be solution oriented if you're going to have any chance of winning. You don't show up to a fight thinking, I'm already going to lose. Otherwise, you've already lost. You have to show up to a fight knowing you're going to win. And that's what I'm going to help you with here on this show is to keep that vibe going. Keep exposing the truth as I, as I find it. And keep reporting the facts that the media will not report because journalism is dead in the mainstream media because they're all bought and paid for. So ignore them. Expose them. And the truth will win the day. And now I want to go buy a hot tub. I wish I could afford it. (laughs) Anyways, guys, I'm going to go have some bacon and eggs. I'll catch you later. Cheers.